Hey, good morning. It's Friday morning. I hope you've had a great week this week. I know I have enjoyed being with you this week as we look through one of my favorite passages in all the Bible, Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46. As you've seen this week, as you've watched these videos, I wrestle with this passage a lot. And it's a passage that really um, causes me a lot of reflection, a lot of pondering, a lot of thinking. And I hope for you this week, as you've read this passage with me and uh, listened to these devotionals or, or read them online, that you've uh, pondered this week along with me. So today, I want to I wanna wrap up with this passage with more time and then hopefully talk about some practical things that you can do to help. So um, I want to um, uh, read again one more time, Matthew 31, verses, uh, I'm sorry, Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory and the nations will be gathered before him. He will separate people one from another as the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. The king will say to those on his right hand, come, you that are blessed by my father, Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food or thirsty and gave you something to drink? When was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you or naked and gave you clothing? When was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? The king will answer them, truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who the members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil for his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison, you did not visit me. And they will also answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it unto me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteousness into eternal life. One of the best uh, sermons I've ever heard in my life was a sermon given by, I don't remember who it was, but it was somebody, I don't remember the archbishop, but it was, the, it was one who was named the archbishop of the Boston Diocese, Archdiocese rather, years ago. And, um, he was a, 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 a priest who really emphasized upon the biblical concept of caring for the poor. And he gave a story and he called ministry with the poor, meeting Jesus in a terrible disguise. And I think for us as Christians, it's gotta be central to our thought process and to our minds that when we do ministry with the poor, we're meeting Jesus in a terrible disguise. Notice I use the phrase with the poor, not to the poor. We do ministry with the poor because to do ministry to the poor implies that we're gonna come, we're gonna ride in and save the day. Ministry with the poor is our reminder that the poor are our brothers and sisters that the prisoner is our brother and sister, that the sick is our brother and our sister. We do ministry with them. They are our equals. We're not their betters. In fact, that's 
talking to a friend of mine who worked with the poor, I think one of the worst things that poverty does is it strips away the humanity of those that are poor. I think one thing we have to do as Christians, those that want to help, is to help um, give back that humanity. If you're ever doing ministry with the poor in some setting, I know you're going to do this, but I just want to encourage you and remind you, treat them with dignity. Treat them with respect. Because they don't often get that in our world. They don't often receive that. So for me, one of the questions that this passage ponders is, well, how can I help? And I want to be very clear, I'm not going to tell you what to do. You need to do what the Holy Spirit directs you to do. Let me speak personally here. Andy Stoddard very rarely will give out money to someone begging. Very rarely will I do that. I'm not going to say I'll never do it, but very rarely will I do that. When I was much younger, I used to do it all the time. I don't do it often anymore. Um, that's my choice, and I'm going to tell you why in a second. But if you feel compelled to give out money, then by all means do it. By all means do it. I'm not going to tell you what not to do. Let me tell you what I will do. Um, I will buy groceries. If someone's asking for food, I'll buy groceries all day long for somebody. I've, I've done it. I'll buy food for somebody. I'll give out a, a, a blessing pack of water or clothes or something. I'll do that. I'm not going to give money, but I will give material possessions, food, clothing, water, whatever. I'm going to give money to organizations like Madcap and Canton that work with the poor here in Madison County. I'll give money to the Salvation Army. I'll give money to Stupak Ministries. I'll give money to my local church. I'll give money to St. Matthews because St. Matthews helps with benevolence and then in other, other ways. I give money. I will give help, physical help. I'll purchase groceries. I'll buy whatever for someone in need. Won't give money, but I'll give that physical help. But I give money to organizations that work to alleviate the problem. Because, and see, that's why I would not tell you not to give money if you, don't feel, if you feel called to it. Because James says if someone's hungry or thirsty, do not say to them, be well, be warm and be well fed, but help them. So do that. But I also want to not just alleviate that short-term moment, but to help alleviate the greater problem of poverty. And that's where I think an organization like Madcap in Canton does a great job of that within our local community here in Madison. Um, there are organizations all around us, but that, that's one of the main ones here in Madison that I, that I help support is Madcap. If you live in the, in the South Haven area, if you live in uh, an Olive Branch, if you live in Hernando, if you live in the DeSoto County area, I want to let you know about my friend, Matt, uh, my friend Greg Hazelrig, one of my best friends, one of the, probably the most <laughs> one of the most Christian ministers I know. Uh, Greg goes weekly to Memphis and does this, does Matthew twenty five with the poor in Memphis. And I've I mentioned his name several times in devotionals in the past, but I would encourage you if you live in North Mississippi to contact Greg Hazelrig and see what you can do to help him in his ministry. In, 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 in the Jackson area, of course, I said, Matt, yeah, we have Madcap, obviously. We have, we have Stewpot. 
We have, um, we have Salvation Army. We've also got Shower Power, which is a ministry that works in the Jackson area to provide sanitary help to those that are homeless. We have uh, things called Why Not Now, is an organization that works with the, with the homeless and the hungry in Jackson. You have your local church. If you're in the Macomb area, I, the areas where I've served, uh, Macomb, we have Micah uh, as an organization that helps with the hungry there. In, in Tippa County, we have uh, the uh, Good Samaritan Center. It works with the hungry in that part of the world. In, in, in Hattiesburg, there's, um, there's, um, there's Fields of Faith, I believe it's called. Um, there, is a, uh, there are ministries in downtown that escape me. I should have written it down, but there's some ministries in downtown those you in Hattiesburg would be familiar with. Um, there's help in your local church. Uh, in Petal, there's a Petal Children's Task Force. There are so many places in our greater area that can help. If you don't know, if you want to help, but you don't know how to, contact your pastor. Contact. If you don't know where to help, contact me, and I'll con and I'll put you in touch with your pastor. See what's around there. But contact your pastor. Your pastor would love to help you know where you're served. If you don't have a pastor, contact me. I'll help you. <laughs> we got we got to live out Matthew 25, y'all. We got to live out Matthew 25. My prayer is that we can learn to see the weakest and the frailest among us as Jesus. Each time we help them, we help our Savior. It's our calling, y'all. This is the assumed norm of Christianity. If you're a believer, you're going to do these things. So let's do it. Let's live out this gospel. And we do this, y'all, we'll change the world. Thanks for watching. I hope if you're, the, if you're in the Madison area, Jackson area, we'd love to worship with you Sunday at St. Matthew's. There's still time to register. Uh, learn how to at stm-umc.org slash reopen. Thanks for uh, watching this week. I hope you've been challenged by Matthew 25 like I always am. Love you guys. Have a great weekend.